Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mac and Schmitty in the morning on West Michigan's Christmas Station. Star 105.7. Good morning, Schmitty. Hey, good morning. Man, just another gorgeous day yesterday. We didn't go inside, I don't think, my kids and I, from the time they got home from school until the time it got dark, which was like 6 o'clock. Nice. Oh, lucky you. Man, I was getting tired by 5.20 last night with how much that sun was setting. But no, it was gorgeous. It was amazing. We did a big old dump run. Oh, yeah? My kid had the greatest time ever. Oh, we are cleaning everything out of our house. Thank you, Pitch. Was this a whole family trip to the dump yesterday? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's amazing. They got bulldozers and skid (laughs) steers. You get to go up to the guy and say, here's our $40. Take all of our stuff. Why do I buy tickets for things when I can just take you to the dump? Right? Oh, even cooler. If you've ever gone to Padnos for any of your recycling. Oh, that's another good spot. (laughs) Let me tell you, hours of entertainment. We'll put the full list up of uh, random things you you could do with your mm-hmm. kids includes car washes in there maybe right? you could go uh visit your your auto insurance provider Patos actually that. pays you they pay <laughs> you for the entertainment uh that is hilarious it was a great day it was amazing man you, you stole my thunder i mean we were just playing foursquare i oh <laughs> bulldozers Pack, and buildings coming down that's what we do in the <laughs> schmitty household movies music and all the gossip in one place it's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7. An update on that tragedy out of Houston with Travis Scott's Astro World Tour. Travis announcing yesterday he plans to pay for all funeral costs of the eight people killed in that stampede. And Live Nation has announced they're giving refunds to everyone who bought tickets for both Friday or Saturday's events. Travis is also teaming up with an online service called BetterHelp to provide therapy and totally free mental health services to those affected. According to his rep, he said these are just the first of many steps that Travis plans on taking as part of his personal vow to assist those affected throughout their grieving and recovery process. We also heard from Drake yesterday. He performed alongside Travis on stage Friday night. In an Instagram post, he wrote, I've spent the past few days trying to wrap my mind around this devastating tragedy. I hate resorting to this platform to express an emotion as delicate as grief, but this is where I find myself. My heart is broken for the families and friends of those who lost their lives and for anyone who is suffering and vows to continue to pray for everyone and be of service in any way he can. We have heard about eight official lawsuits that have now been filed, but dozens more are expected. And Fortnite has actually removed a Travis Scott music emote from its item shop. Man, it's just such a... An insane tragedy that you can't believe happened. And at the same time, you know, I feel like Travis Scott and and Drake, to a lesser extent, just because it wasn't his show, doing everything that they can right now. It also lines up, though, with doing things to kind of cover your butt as much as you can as you move forward with this legally. Because like you said, 12 lawsuits, this is probably going to be in the dozens and dozens category. They're saying probably 36 to 40, and that's on a low end. So we will keep you updated. 
Oh boy, you see this uh, semi-beef between Leonardo DiCaprio and Amazon's Jeff Bezos? If you missed the video, it went viral yesterday. Apparently at some hoity-toity Hollywood event on Sunday, Jeff's girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, was seen chatting up Leonardo. Well, uh, that video that went viral has now gotten Jeff Bezos to respond. A lot of fans noticed yesterday that Jeff took to Twitter, standing on a mountaintop up against a sign reading, Danger, Steep Cliff, Fatal Drop, with the caption, Leo, come on over here. I want to show you something. Uh, Did Jeff Bezos just threaten to kill Leonardo DiCaprio over his girlfriend? I don't know, internet. I will leave that up to you. Hold Schmetty back. I mean, uh, that's your man right there, That right? is my man, yes. 300, and was it 366? Uh, no, just 365. I only I'm did sorry. one for yeah. an entire year. When I didn't get a response back from all the letters that I wrote, I gave up and just figured it was not our time. All right. I mean, I said 366. I didn't want to make you seem crazy. Yeah. 365 yeah, exactly. is completely different. And finally, Alec Baldwin calling for cops on movie and TV sets where any kind of weaponry is involved. He tweeted out yesterday, every film and TV set that uses guns, fake or otherwise, should have a police officer on set hired by the production to specifically monitor weapons safety. Of course, that ongoing investigation continues into that movie, Rust, which is not being made. Um, But it kind of seems cursed in a way. At least that's what a lot of people are saying. After we got word yesterday that Jason Miller, who was helping to break down the set, was bitten by a brown recluse spider sent to the hospital and actually might lose his arm over this. So... Mm, this seems like a really, really terrible spot. Yeah, I don't know if this movie needs to finish being made. Oh, it's it's not. Okay. That is officially off the books, not happening. That's why he was tearing down the set when this happened. All of your celeb scoop at westmichiganstar.com. I'm Mac and Schmitty. And- hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. Start your day feeling good. No. no. Or at least caffeinated. Coffee. I need coffee. Wake up with us each morning at 6. Star 105.7. I have a dilemma, Schmitty. I'm not a narker. All right? Snitches get stitches, and I don't snitch. But I'm thinking about it. This is the, I think anybody listening right now understands neighbor. like how much this would really... It irritates me when I see this on, on my street. Okay, so obviously it's fall cleanup time, right? Especially with the nice weather. People are trying to get their yards in order. I, uh, just on um, Sunday, I blew out all the gutters at my house. I mowed the lawn. I cleaned up all the leaves. My yard looked amazing until yesterday when more leaves blew all right. over it. But I have a neighbor... Who I have now seen more than... It's it's actually my next door neighbor. I have no worries that he's listening. He doesn't like Christmas. I'm sure of it. This guy's a Grinch. Oh. No doubt about it. I'm calling him out. He is, uh, he is taking his leaf blower and he's got a patch of front yard and then he's got a longer driver that goes back. And he thinks it's totally okay to come out almost daily, Schmitty, and blow all of his leaves into the street. Yep. He's got... It's Ooh. not like... A, it's not like, you know, like a full lawn's worth because that's not how his yard is set up. But like it's it's enough where well he's it doing it every day yeah it trashes the street yeah every day and I all summer long one of my least favorite things to do whenever I'm done mowing the lawn is I shoot grass clippings out onto the road with my lawnmower and then I go with my blower and I walk up and down the dang street and I blow all the stuff back we do into the my same yard. thing we do the I same clean thing clean up after myself yeah and I think almost all of my neighbors do the same thing. 
We're not. We don't have some sort of service that comes and cleans. Because I was stuff telling up. you, East Grand Rapids. If anybody no, lives there, man. they can blow all of their stuff into the street, and then they have daily street sweepers that, that come through and pick it up and clean it for like you. Like the coolest thing. Yeah. I really wish we yeah. had. Yeah. So that. I know, but that's the only community that I know does that. So, so this particular gentleman who does this, Schmitty, I didn't know that you told when I told you this this morning. It's illegal. You check your area, because I know we don't live in the same spot. In the city of Grand Rapids, it is illegal to blow any yard waste into the street. It specifically says leaves, tree branches, anything you have raked or piled up cannot be blown into a street or storm drain. Even though the street sweepers begin in November, it's for clearing leaves that naturally fall into the roadway. Ooh, maybe that's his game plan, though. Maybe he's thinking to himself, because uh, he doesn't do them into a pile. There's no organization. He just blows them all willy-nilly out into the road. Right. Maybe he thinks he can get away with this because of its randomness. That if he just coyly spreads them out all over the road, that that is a, just a, a perfect crime. I will tell you... I know, I know we were talking if you're going to straight up narc or try to be passive aggressive about it. We yeah. had a neighbor in the old place that we used to live. Only one on the street that did this. Everybody talked about it because it was just so annoying. He would have huge just piles of leaves and stuff. People would drive through and kick them all up. That's what happens, yeah. And we lived by a, a school. So kids would be walking home and it'd just be like, and, and like you couldn't see them for a few seconds. <laughs> and I will tell you that one day we all got home from work and it felt like a beautiful piece of karma because there was a ticket taped to his front door Ah. and he got fined indeed for blowing into the street that's interesting so it is a thing i well, do you think he could go to jail because i want to see if it because i kind of want to send him to jail no, for this i'm nev- oh. those things never lead to my revenge i'm just saying he is uh, i feel like he knows what he's doing is wrong because otherwise oh yeah for sure right like they the, all do oh that's the interesting part my so, old neighbor was the same way none of the rest of us did that we were always he would see us and he just he just didn't care which i think is what made me more upset about it. i was like Just be nice and do what all the rest of us are doing. So, if I decide to get passive-aggressive with him before calling the coppers on this guy, should I sign the note, a neighbor, a concerned neighbor? No, you got to do plural. That's what I was going to go with. All the neighbors have been talking. All the neighbors have been talking. (laughs) All the neighbors have been talking. We've gotten together to discuss this and have decided that if you do not change your behavior, we will be calling the authorities. Do you feel like that that added amount, it's not like you just have one neighbor out there against you, but that maybe your entire neighborhood just hates your guts? I'd be very interested to see if he cared. Because it seems, <laughs> I, I feel like grass-clipping blow people do not care. And you know what? Maybe, I don't know, maybe we're being like overzealous about this. Someone is listening right now going, you guys are lame, okay? Like, it's know, some lame in a street. I started this, I started talking about this by prefacing, I am not a narc. I don't want a narc on this guy. But it's so annoying. Man, maybe I just have to get revenge in some other way. Maybe, I, like, is that the mature thing to do is to not narc you know on what's him? next? But, like, take all of my leaves from my yard, maybe, and in the middle of the night, take them over and just dump them all over no, his just, yard? Because I'll just blow them back in yours. Oh, man. Because I'll tell you what's coming next. Because my neighbor did this, too. All of the snow is going in the street. Oh, no. No, 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 All no, the no. snow from the driveway, all the snow from the sidewalk, and if your car is sitting there on the street... Too bad. He is about to bury it. That's a sociopath move right yep. there. That's we a sociopath. We had that same. I'll tell you, I live next to a real unchristian-like person. I think I've just coined the term snowthiopath. It's, it's, oh, I'm telling you, the snow is next. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah.
Let's put a little positivity out there. It's feeling good here on Star 105.7. Mac and Schmitty, and I mentioned a library for dogs. When these dogs make a return, well, things are a little bit uh, more slobbery. Let's put it that way. 59-year-old Andrew Taylor noticed that at his local dog park, there was something very much lacking. If you didn't bring a ball with you, good luck finding a good stick anywhere. None to be found anywhere around, Schmitty. So he decided to take matters into his own hands. This guy is the epitome of a crazy dog person, I feel like, Schmitty. Uh, he's a dog dad, and he decided, after chopping off some excess branches from some of the trees in his yard, he decided to create a stick library for his local dog park. Oh! So he built this very fancy, nice box that says stick library. Please return wood burned into the top of this thing and filled it up with about two dozen prime throwing sticks. I mean, these are not just little winky, wimpy twigs. Mm-hmm. These things are some serious dog choppers. Oh, yeah. And then he decided to host a big party at the dog park for it, and more than 50 dogs and their owners all showed up. He was Andrew saying, as people started to arrive, there was a disbelief of how something so simple could have such an awesome impact, and no one had thought of it. All the dog owners appreciate it, and they have all experienced the good old stick search, which isn't always fruitful. It's an idea that just makes sense to everybody. The dog park we used to go to had a dog owner whose dog passed, and they created a ball library in honor of him. Seriously? Yeah, it That's was a thing? it was really cool. Yeah, and then they had he stocked it with like orange chucket balls of all different sizes and tennis balls and a whole bunch of different things, and just had a little sign there that said, Man. "Have a ball and return it when you're." Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Done. That's a great idea. That was really also cool. so sweet and sad. But I, whenever, Such a great way to remember your pup, though. Whenever I go to the dog park and I don't remember to bring a ball with me or something like that, mm-hmm. I always wind up finding one of the straggler balls that is covered in mud and snot yeah, and drool yeah. and whatever else is on that ball. And I'm oh, always yeah. like, you just got to remember to bring one with you. What a great idea. It was really cool. All right. So we are all very proud of our very own music star, Billy Strings, right? A West Michigan yeah. native raised in Muir, Michigan, the bluegrass winner of a Grammy, right? He is the 2021 Al- uh, Blue Grass Album of the Year and decided, as cool as it was to win a Grammy, it'd be a lot cooler to give back in a beautiful way. So yesterday, he went back to his hometown. In fact, back to his elementary school at Twin Rivers Elementary and surprised all the kids there with something pretty big, a guitar for every single person. So cool. He said the guitar was always sort of his best friend and distracted him from a lot of the stuff that was going on around. It was really a coping mechanism and survival strategy. He he uh, sat down in front of the kids with this big surprise talking all about changing lives. The guitar was always a good friend of mine all throughout my whole life, and, it, and it's led me to a lot of amazing places, and it's always been a good friend. Billy says if it changes even one kid's life, it'll be massive to him. Not only that, he got to reunite with his music teacher, right? We always hear about that inspirational person in your life. For him, it was Sari Mercer. 
And she said, "Mm -mm, the inspiration goes both ways. She's such a proud educator watching everything that he has done. And according to Billy, he said, there are just certain people who come into your life at the right time. And today, I hope I was one of those people. Man, that's just so cool to do. Billy's an incredible dude. Yeah, never be bigger than you are right now. And to use that fame and your success to come back and help kids who are a lot like you, that's just awesome. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to see the Wood TV story yet, Joe LaFergie did an incredible job interviewing him. It's really good. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to Billy Strings yet, you give him a chance to because that guy can play. That's some good bluegrass. Definitely. Back in the day. Let's go. It is November 9th. I'm going to go back in time, Schmitty. I'm going back to 1967. Let's play some music. It was on this day in 1967, Schmitty. The very first Rolling Stone magazine was ever issued. And this guy was on the cover. John Lennon mm-hmm. on the cover. There's your Tuesday night trivia answer right there. Who was on the cover of the very first ever Rolling Stone magazine? John Lennon. What a cool just artist to have. 1967 right there. I mean, he was never bigger, but it still just makes that magazine feel even more iconic now. There was also, I read, a certain something that you got when you bought that magazine that we can't mention on this family-friendly show. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know the answer to that. It's a nice little, uh, like a... little sale. Ugh sale pitch there. 1984, it was November 9th when Wes Craven's horror film A Nightmare on Elm Street premiered in the U.S. To this day, the very first terrifying movie I saw at a barbecue when my friend's older brother had us all sit down and watch it. I had nightmares for <laughs> days. Which, if you're familiar with the movie, that's it's the terrible. worst. Yeah, that's the terrible. worst thing you could possibly do. You I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go to sleep for like three or four days. My parents were thrilled. Uh, the premise of that definitely perfect for young kids and nightmares moving yeah. forward. All right, celebrity birthdays, 98 degrees, heartthrob, Schmitty. Nick Lachey, pushing 50, he's 48 years old today. Eric Dane uh, from Grey's Anatomy is 49 years old. You wouldn't like him when he's angry, but he seems like a nice guy. Lou Ferrigno is 69 years old today. And finally, from CSI, Robert David Hall, 73. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty, failing his parents and talking about it. Weekday mornings at 6. Star 105.7. Good morning to you. It's Mac and Schmitty, and I died when you told me this. I was here when uh, that text rolled in, and just a perfect, perfect parent moment. We haven't yet gotten to experience a no-filter kid, and my three-and-a-half-year-old since going to school has just really loved to converse with people even more, which is fabulous. It's just when those conversations include the honesty that you haven't gotten a chance to teach him yet doesn't need to be said out loud, right? I think that's the best way I can say this. So we were actually in here on Friday getting everything ready to launch Christmas music, and I get a text from my husband that reads, (laughs) Will, my son, just asked an old lady with an eye patch if she was a pirate. Specifically, why are you a pirate? And I said, what? So the new Tacos El Cunado just opened on Plainfield. And my husband has been waiting and waiting and waiting for this. So Friday night when I'm here at work, he's like, I'm going to go take the kids, grab some food. 
apparently there was a woman working there with an eye patch on, mm-hmm. and that is when my son decided to ask her why she was still wearing her pirate costume when Halloween was over. It's a legit question. We have three not had that happen yet, and my husband was like, I have never grabbed tacos so fast. I lost all the sauces there. That's how embarrassed I was. <laughs> and I apologized, and he said that she was pretty wonderful and accepting. He goes, I feel like maybe he wasn't the first kid That's to ask I'm her saying. the pirate yeah. question. You know, how often, at this point in my life, Schmitty, you know, almost 40 years old. I, When I see a person with an eye patch, the very first thing that pops into my head is a pirate. I, right. I, you cannot But does help it stay that. in your head? It no. does. And it, that's it does. the thing. Like, oh man, I forget. I forget this being our first one was just getting into that phase <laughs> of saying whatever he's thinking. How mortifying that can be. Oh, I I love oh. the honesty there and the complete lack of self-awareness on it because oh. I just wish the lady would have leaned into it a little bit. I mean, like you said, it's probably not the first time she got it. And I think anytime a kid asks her that, she should be like, Argamethe, what makes you think I'm a pirate? Like Unless she a- just had an accident that she is clearly very self-conscious about and doesn't want kids pointing it out. Humor. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I actually put this text conversation oh, on our Facebook ones. and you guys really showed up and made me feel loads better because this is just amazing. So Jenny posted, my mom frequently reminds me of when I was a kid, just about three, we got stuck behind an older woman in the grocery store. (laughs) My favorite part of this. And not using my inside voice, I said, mom, why does that old lady stink so bad? She said, my mom has never turned around the cart faster. (laughs) I still have those sudden outbursts of Tourette's even better Jenny's mom Shirley popped up in the comments and said, oh, I remember that very well. You still call him as you see him. <laughs> Too good. Uh, Tobin says, my four-year-old informing pretty much any person he encountered uh, for a few weeks that he had peed outside in the yard. It's a big milestone. I'm not embarrassed kid does by that. that. My son's been doing that for a few months, and that one, that one's perfectly fine with me. I'm not uh, too bad. But Julie's, yours is hysterical. When my youngest was four, he did not want to leave a school picnic with my husband. I was at another activity. He got really mad, and he just screamed over and over again, You are not my father! Fortunately, <laughs> the school knew us very well, or that night could have ended far differently. Yeah, these yeah, are Jen. some fantastic yeah. ones on here. Yeah, yeah. My, my son would walk around Lowe's and inform all of the other patrons uh, about the anatomy of both boys and girls once he discovered oh, what that is. Oh, like that famous co- line yes. from Kindergarten Cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, boys yeah, yeah. have this and bit. girls but have that. He would specifically point to himself and his sister yeah, and use yeah. my name. So that was you. so salty. All right, let's get into it. Get up on your soapbox and just let it out. It's okay. It'll feel good when you're done. Mm-hmm. So, as I have talked about many times on this show, my car has been broken for like two months. Maybe more at this point. Yeah, I was going to say, we talked about this. Uh, your car was making some uh, otherworldly noises Explosive. For quite some I think time. the word is explosive. It sounded like <laughs> at any moment it was going to blow up. And I kept talking about how I needed to get it looked at, da-da-da. So, it finally happened yesterday. We went to a mechanic. And I was going to go on my own because I'm like, I'm a a strong, independent woman (laughs) and I know things about cars. You know what I'm salty about? That you don't actually know anything about cars. Good thing that I brought my stupid husband along because there was a lot wrong that I completely forgot about. (laughs) So so he took me because (laughs) we were going to be dropping my car and obviously I needed a ride. So he drops me at our mechanic who happens to be a family friend. He's like, "Um, hey, I'm going to run in with you. I was like, I don't need you to run in with me. He goes... 
really? I said, no, I can do this. He goes, okay, I'm not trying to be rude. And my husband is one of those guys, like he has tried to teach me things about cars. He's like, I never want you out there where you would need to be dependent on someone else. Here's how you change a tire and check this and this noise. And I was already bitter because he said it was my heat shield and I didn't want to believe him. And it turns out it was my heat shield. (laughs) So Wait, wait, wait. You have to recap though. When he mentioned that it was probably your heat shield, what was your response again? Just out of curiosity. I'm still hot in my car, so something's <laughs> clearly not being shielded. I, I just I just would love to see his face when you said that to he him. He just walks he goes, right away. That's not how that works, honey. <laughs> so we get into the mechanic, and we're talking, and she's like, you know, what make and model, you know, what year, and I'm telling her all the things, and she said, you know, do you know what's wrong with that? And I said, well, Chris thinks that it's my heat shield. And she goes, oh, okay, that should be a pretty simple fix. You know, I'll have Andy take a look at it. And then Chris goes, and and I go, uh, and it's sh- probably sh- will it be done today? He goes, and I go, what? He goes, well, also she's gonna need an oil change. I believe there is a hole in her exhaust. Her AC needs to be recharged. Her tires need to be refilled and rotated. And if you want to check that back bumper, it looks like there might be some rust. <laughs> None of it. I had no idea. None of it at all. And she's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I just turn to her and I go. Um, also, all of that, please, if you could just take a walk. <laughs> yeah, he just turns around and look at your husband and go, yeah, that's what I was there thinking was too. Good call, honey. so Good call. much wrong with it. So much. <laughs> and he fixed it all. He's amazing. But I walked out to the car and I was just dead silent the rest of the ride yeah. home. I hate that. Way to set women back another 50 years. I hate years, it. Shmitty. I'm trying so hard. And I was like, yeah, I guess do your tires blow if you don't fill them. Got it. Schmitty's so salty. Uh, yes, when we go to uh, refill and, and rotate those tires, what PSI should we fill them to? I'm sorry, does that have something to do with pumpkin spice uh, anything? I'm I not... actually know PSI. I just have no <laughs> idea what that is in my tires. <laughs> hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. On your way to work, school, or someplace you actually want to be? Ride with us. Each morning started at 6. Star 105.7. Good morning, Star. Who's this? Uh, this is Brian. Brian, where are you calling from today, my friend? Uh, here in Kentwood. All right, Brian, let's get you 50 bucks to the Ashley Home Store. Hopefully you're loving the Christmas music because that should give you a leg up for this. Brian, 100 adults were asked, other than the word Christmas, name a word that's in almost every Christmas song. I'm going to go with Santa. Santa would be an excellent guess, but that is the number two most common answer. But I think I think a lot of people would have went with Santa there, Brian. Sorry, man. All right, thanks. Have a good one. You too. Hi, Star. Who's this? This is Anne. Anne, Brian just gave a great guess. It's the one I would have went with, too. When 100 adults were asked, other than the word Christmas, name a word that's in almost every Christmas song. Brian said Santa, which is, like I said, what I think a lot of people would have went with, but it was not the top answer. That was the second most common answer. So what do you think it is, Anne? My daughter to say Mary. Your daughter says to say Mary. What's your daughter's name? Victoria. Well, go ahead and say thank you to Victoria. You might have to get her something nice for Christmas this year because Victoria's right. Mary's the top answer. That is wonderful. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I would have thought that some of the other ones were going to get first uh, guesses. Holiday, Bells, and Snow rounding out the top five. All of those in a ton of Christmas songs. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yup. Congratulations, Ann. You can thank your daughter for that one. And we will do it again tomorrow. It's Battle of the Sexes here on Star 105.7. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch- 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 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.